when I say the phrase crazy from the heat, what do you think of? Oh, I think of David Lee Roth. Oh, absolutely. Van Halen's original and best singer. Absolutely. Also, when you live in Florida, you know that Floridians love to blame all sorts of things on the heat here, right? Always blaming stuff on the heat. Well, we're going to find out what one man blamed on the heat this last week. All right, cool. One Florida couple found a new way to get rid of some unwanted house guests. By showing off a few pieces of flair. Ooh, flair. All right. Well, you've heard of Emily Post, Miss Manners. Love Emily Post. So we're going to talk about a Florida etiquette lesson, and maybe it's one that both of them missed. Oh, okay. All that and more coming up on Episode 6 of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back again to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know mm-hmm. that Florida's greatest export are weird stories from people that live and play here. And we have a few of those today, don't we, Kirsten? We absolutely do. And you know what? This was a really busy week for Florida Very man busy. and Florida woman. Mr. and Mrs. Florida. Mr. and Ms. Florida. Uh, We had a tough time picking the stories because we had so much that we could have ripped from the headlines for you. But uh, we're going to start off today from WFLA News Channel 8. All right, in Tampa. The Polk County Sheriff's Office is trying to identify a man who attacked another customer at a liquor store in Lakeland. Oh, okay. According to deputies, the suspect got upset when a man didn't thank him for holding the store's front door open for him. Oh, right. The suspect reportedly said, you don't say thank you to people (laughs) who hold the door open for you. Okay. The two men walked to different parts of the liquor store after the initial confrontation, but then the suspect apparently continued to express his anger from another aisle, reportedly saying... I'll kick your ass if you say another word. (laughs) This is getting better. So the victim might have stoked the fire a little bit. He told deputies that he replied to that by saying, quote, another word. (laughs) Oh, nice. And that's when the physical altercation started. Mm -hmm. A third man eventually pulled the two apart. The video shows the victim and the suspect giving each other the middle finger as the suspect leaves the store. That's so sweet. He has yet to be apprehended. Well, first of all, great dialogue in this story. (laughs) I mean, Hollywood couldn't have written a better speech. It feels very Tarantino-esque. It really does, except nobody gets shot. Yeah, I love the turn of phrase so much. But let's but before we like villainize this, you know, suspect even more than what he already is. I mean, come on, he did like fly off the handle when the guy didn't say thank you. But he is a modern day Emily Post. I mean, it's really nice to like, you know, make sure that you have some decorum sure. and some courtesy in your life, but uh maybe the punishment didn't quite fit the crime. Right. Yeah. yeah seems really odd. So, here's my question in our era of social distancing. Don't you have to get kind of close to somebody to hold the door for them? Yeah. And don't you have to like leave your hand on a potentially germy door for a prolonged period of time? I'm way, it seems like you're always running into people when you get inside the store, but walking into the store and walking out of the store, they do a really good job of keeping people away from each other there. So it seems really hard to believe that the whole opening door thing is still happening. Right. And and I also want to point out that this is our second altercation at a Publix in as many weeks. Wow. And that just continues to 
to surprise me. I think we're oh, all yeah. just on edge. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, Publix is it just it always does feel very like 1950s esque. You know, everybody's so nice to one another. So the uh, courtesy thing makes a lot of sense, but the flying off the handle thing really hard to see. The veneer is wearing off of the Publix. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I maybe there's something in those chicken tender subs. Oh well, you know, I mean, I will do anything for a pub sub. So I mean, <laughs> I, I I may fly off the handle at somebody if they get between me and my pub subs. So. All right, so here's a question yeah. for you on this whole door holding etiquette thing. I yes. mean, we all agree it's nice to hold the door for someone, of course. But at what distance does it become acceptable to not? hold the door well this all depends if i'm if it, if i'm walking into a building that i'm pretty familiar with like place of work or something like that i'm more apt to hold the door longer but um in most cases i would say probably six to nine feet or maybe a little bit longer if i see someone i know i'll hold the door a little bit longer for them all right so so basically like at work yeah when you're going to be around this person a lot and yeah. you don't want them oh, to yeah. think you're and a even jerk if you don't really know them all that well but it's like hey we're in the same building together i'm gonna extend that courtesy a little longer definitely have you ever had somebody hold the door for you from way too far away oh yeah yeah and it's always very appreciated but yeah sometimes super it awkward throws you off you know when you're a good 40 feet or away from the door, but you know, but they're thinking the same thing. It's like, Hey, I know that guy. I'm going to totally hold the door for him. And, and then you end up like scurrying. Oh yeah. Like, you, you always end up do awkwardly... the, like, the little like half jog. All right. Or whatever. It's like, it's like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they always say, Oh no, no, there's no reason for Why you to you rush. Why, you don't, don't need to mind. rush. Come on. So, so what are you supposed to do instead? Are you supposed to just leisurely stroll up Maybe to the door? Slow while down. <laughs> Maybe slow down. It's like, Oh, he's got it for me. I don't have to get my key card out. I don't have to, I don't have to actually physically touch the door. I'm just going to slow it down, take my time, get over there. I like it. I like it a lot. Always do the exact opposite of what you actually think that you want to do. George Costanza was right in that way. (laughs) Well, so as as we talk about door holding etiquette and as we talk about um, sort of the impact of of maybe COVID having people on edge and that sort of thing, what have you been seeing a lot of on Facebook, like people complaining about or, or people commenting on? It seems like a lot of people are complaining about when their routines are like messed with a lot. So, um, you know, maybe if they're used to getting coffee or something like that and it just, and the process takes a little bit longer or if they're used to uh, going to the gym or whatever. And it's like, now the gyms aren't open. So what are we going to do? Right. So I have been seeing a lot of people complaining about not being able to go to the gym. Yeah. A lot of folks saying, you know, when am I going to be able to get my hair done? Oh, yeah. Where am I, where am I getting my hair did? Right. Exactly. Well, you know, a few things have opened up in Florida, but I do want to stick with WFLA for our next story. Okay. Uh, in Clearwater last week, yeah. a group of protesters gathered outside a Pinellas County courthouse calling for gyms to reopen in the state of Florida. Of course. There you go. So gyms had been closed since Governor DeSantis issued a statewide safer at home order on April 3rd. The state actually started the first phase of reopening just about two weeks ago. But as of May 11th, Florida's gyms were considered part of phase two and were not allowed to reopen until phase two starts. Right. So last week, a group of 20 or 30 people gathered outside the courthouse to protest. They were calling for gyms to reopen now so that employees can get back to work and customers can return to their 
workouts. There you go. So the protesters, as all good protesters do, right. held signs, signs waved flags. Check, check Right, flags. had themselves a little demonstration. Yep. They didn't, by the way, appear to be wearing any kind of masks or practicing social distancing. Uh, okay. Then during the protest, the group started hitting the sidewalk pavement to do push-ups and squats. <laughs> Why not? So it seems like the perfect place to do that sort of thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And I should say it was it was a little cooler last week. Uh, since the protest, the governor has now bumped gyms up to phase one, and they were allowed to reopen at 50% capacity this week. So I guess it worked. Oh, it must have worked. I mean, that always works. Protests always work, right? Yeah, no. I, I guess. It's so great to see people, you know, exercising their right to assemble, you know, protest, all that sort of stuff that's in that First Amendment, and maybe do a little light calisthenics while you're at it. Why yeah. not? I mean, let's, it's, it's the next evolution in protesting when you really think about it. You know, you only get so much exercise marching and chanting. Yeah, we need to get some more exercise while we're exercising our rights. Maybe maybe lunges yes. while you march. Oh, lunges is a good idea. That right? really works a lot of great. Um, it works like the the quads and yeah. and your calves and everything. Plus, you're still marching in place. So why not? Makes yeah. a lot of sense. So here's my question. Yeah, you are trying to protest the fact that gyms are not open and that you need gyms to be open to exercise. Right. Right. So what better way, I guess, to protest not being able to work out at right. the gym than to work out in front of the courthouse? Hey, I need to do this now. I need these open right now because I can't do these. Well, wait a minute. I can't do these everywhere. So this needs to happen right away. Yeah, it just seems a little counterintuitive yeah. to me. Um, you know, actually, this week was a pretty big week for protests oh, in yeah, the state yeah, of yeah. Florida Absolutely. to be awesome. Um, WCTTV, WCTV.TV. Easy for you to say. Right. Um, uh, wrote about an unemployed hotel worker, Bo Guyot. Oh, yes. This guy walked more than 400 miles from West Palm to Tallahassee because he wanted to raise awareness about the state's flawed unemployment system. Yeah, big so deal. walking from his former job all the way to the Department of Economic Opportunity, is that what it is? Yeah, I could, Department DEO, of yeah, 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 Department of Economic Economic Opportunity, Opportunity yep. at the state of Florida in Tallahassee. His march took 27 days. Mm. He went through three pairs, three of, pairs shoes of shoes. Wow. And a battle with shin splints. Ooh. Oh, I hate shin splints. But I might add that 27 days, probably a lot faster than it actually takes to get your claim through on the state's unemployment yes. website. And shin splints, while very painful, not nearly as painful as the process of dealing with unemployment. Or re-employment. Re-employment, as they say. I'm sorry, we're not using the correct vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. right. We have personal experience with I the don't system. know what that personal torture is. That may be something more medieval, but yes, definitely not the same as shin splints. But shin splints, no fun. No fun at all. Yeah. Absolutely not. Now, I should add that the article said that um, Bo Guyot, the, the establishment where he worked, laid off 70 employees right. as a result of COVID-19. Oh, wow. This happened, obviously, about 30 days. Yep. As of his arrival in Tallahassee, only two of those 70 people 
had actually received their unemployment benefits. Wow, so like w- way more than what they actually thought, probably. <laughs> it's like, we got two of you guys. Everybody else will be coming much later. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah. Sore yeah. subject. Yeah, it is a, a little bit of a sore subject. To on, on to happy, maybe not happier oh, stories. Well, these stories are all happier in a way. They, they are. Yeah. They are. It, it's all a little bit of magic here from the state of Florida. <laughs> yeah. So our next one comes from NBC2.com. Okay. NBC-2.com. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it right. 79-year-old William Nash and 75-year-old Carol Harwood were arrested in Monroe County after Nash shot a flare gun multiple times at two people. <laughs> flare gun. I love it. Deputies responded to a home on Kudjo Key about a shots fired call. Monroe County deputies said they arrived and found Harwood yelling at a man and woman who said they were trying to serve legal papers at the home. Legal papers. There you go. You got served. That's enough to pull a gun on somebody, definitely. So Nash surrendered to the deputies and admitted to shooting at the man with a flare gun and that he had been drinking earlier that night. Huh. You don't say. Harwood reportedly became very combative while the victims were trying to serve papers. Nash then got his flare gun and shot at the man and woman from the balcony wow. of okay. the residence. I thought he was like right in their space, but nope. Okay. More of a Romeo and Juliet type thing. Yeah. 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 The man got his firearm, pointed mm-hmm. it at Nash, and the report says that even then more flares were fired, which narrowly missed the man with one bouncing off the hood of the car. Deputies, by the way, said the home smelled like gunpowder. Shocking. And deputies also found multiple empty flare casings. Wow. No injuries were reported. Nash was arrested for aggravated assault and use of a firearm while under the influence of alcohol. Harwood was arrested for resisting arrest and battery. Well, see, now this flare gun thing just really fascinates me because it seems like an odd choice that you would use for like home protection. It, it's there's not a whole lot going on there. I mean, I, I I'm not too familiar with weapons, but um, flare guns are usually like single shot type guns. <laughs> so the fact that he's getting off multiple flares is like really really funny to me. Maybe it's um, a semi-automatic yeah. flare gun. But you know, I did I, I I was thinking it over, and really when you think about it, a flare gun is a lot cheaper than a shotgun. Oh, um, so maybe that's maybe it's just, you know, he's got economics. He's, maybe he's just got him laying around the house all over the place. It's just funny that you would go for that. I mean, you would think you'd have to go out to your boat to, to go find your flare gun. But nope, just got him hanging around the house. The one the one uh, rub, though, is that uh, shotgun shells weigh a whole lot cheaper than buying flare shells. Interesting. And, and so. Uh, so while the gun may be cheaper, the ammunition, not so much. So it all comes down to really, do you plan on using it or right. are you just trying to threaten people with it? Yeah. I mean, and, and it can be very threatening. It's a big orange pistol. It looks like a, you know, basically a Nerf gun It look, or a child's like water pistol or so, whatever. So do you think, I mean, obviously, especially in Florida, there are a lot of gun collectors. Yeah. Do you think there are flare gun collectors? It's possible. I mean, I, I I wouldn't put it past anyone. People will collect the weirdest stuff. Believe me. So uh, it's possible. Maybe Yeah, maybe he just pulled it right off of his wall of huge uh, flare guns throughout history. His flare gun rack? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great idea. Right? You know, when you have to alert someone, you know, and you just can't wait, 
pull from your huge collection of flare guns. <laughs> well, one thing I also wanted to tell you is that, you know, we've always talked about that you can find anything you need on YouTube to oh, answer yeah. any question. Yes. So the first question I had about this, obviously, was, is a flare gun a really good self-defense weapon? And you know who answered it for me? YouTube. Of course. Yeah. So YouTube's got a whole video, you know, you know the, the long and short of it, not the greatest weapon for self-defense. It can do a lot of damage. Um, but like, as we pointed out earlier, not super, uh, cheap when it comes to the ammunition, ammunition, um, and also can do a whole lot of damage. I wouldn't be firing off a flare gun if I'm in the house. Let me just put it that way. (laughs) You can start catching stuff on fire pretty easily. Well, first of all, I know that obviously you can kill someone with a flare gun. And do you know how I know that? How do you know that? Season two of the TV show 24. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer wastes a dude with a flare gun. Jack Bauer can kill anyone with anything. He, so, he could kill somebody with his steely glare. That's right. So a flare gun in the hands of Jack Bauer, I can totally buy it killing somebody. In the hands of this guy. 79-year-old William Nash. It took him quite a few uh, uh, flares to actually uh, do some damage, apparently. And and firing at somebody who has a loaded gun pointed at you, that that takes he must something. Have, and he must have like some sort of semi-automatic. I don't know how he got off that many rounds. Like, there's so many unanswered questions, but that's okay. That happens a lot. Like, you know, the, the imagination can run wild with these stories. So. It, it really can. Yeah. So we started this whole thing off today in Polk County. Yep. Let's so go we back. might as well wrap it up in Polk County. Oh, back to Polk County. Wonderful. Back to Polk County from Fox13news.com. And I have to say, this one might get a little bit blue. Okay. All right. So All I'm right. going to try and keep it as clean as I can. Okay. But uh, it happens. Yes, it does happen. An Avon Park man was arrested after deputies said he exposed himself to a woman while driving. The victim said she'd been driving on Highway 60 when she noticed the driver in the car next to her was waving and trying to get her attention. Oh, that's nice. That happens to me sometimes. Oh, gas cap, gas, gas cap is open. Yeah, your your tire's low, you know, and somebody wants to let you know about it just in case you didn't know. So she looks over. Being very neighborly. And she sees the man's stick shift is completely exposed and he begins to shift gears while driving. Yes. Okay. Did you see where we're going with I this think here? I can. Let's just say Stick it's shift, not connected wink, to the body wink. of the car any, anywhere. So, no. Yeah. So the victim reported him to authorities. She actually took pictures <laughs> of his vehicle. Of his vehicle. Oh, of his vehicle. Okay, And good. gave him the driver's yeah. license number, which le- or the license plate number, excuse me, which led them to 32-year-old Justin Mosser. Oh, way to go, Justin. So Polk County detectives begin to surveil Mosser. Mm-hmm. And not long after, a female undercover detective was driving when Mosser's car pulled up alongside her unmarked vehicle. Oh, Oh boy, I can only because nothing's more alluring than a lady in a crown vic, right? right? Yeah, definitely. When the detective looked over at Mosser, his stick shift was once again exposed, and he was trying to draw her attention to it. Of course, he was then pulled over. Mosser told detectives that he often drives with his um, shift knob exposed because it gets hot, and he likes to air it out. Those Florida summers. 
That's a direct quote. Yeah. He airs it out. Gotta air it out. Air it out. In quotes. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd, who was a very busy man this week, said in a (laughs) statement, nobody wants to see that. It's disgusting, rude, and perverted. Yeah, I get it. And Grady... Always a, a great, uh, always great to hear what he has to say. But when will people learn? Florida is a different kind of heat. It is. And, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm probably just playing devil's advocate here, just trying to get in the mind of the vic- of the, uh, of the perpetrator or the suspect, as as it were. I just trying to find out like what drives these people, and that, it does get hot. And you know, perhaps you need to air it out. But I mean, I don't know. Nobody wants to see your stick shift, man. No. no, most people don't even know how to operate a manual transition. It's all about <laughs> auto these days, baby. So nobody wants to see that stick shift. If for no other reason, I don't even want to see it because I don't want anything to do with it. So has nobody told this guy about baby powder, gold bond? You know, there are ways Dusting to up. make right. There are you dust up. There are ways Come to on, make man. things less sticky yeah. down there. Yeah, just it's more, humid. Uh, I yeah, get it. Yeah. So. Obviously, it worked. They they caught him. They pulled him over. And not to dis- diminish the seriousness of, of any kind of sexual assault or anything like that. But does this really call for an undercover operation? It seems a little out of the ordinary. Um, but it obviously worked on old Justin there. It did. It did. They they ensnared him in, in their sting operation. It makes me think that he's probably showing off a stick shift to pretty much anything that's moving. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, that there are not attractive female sheriff's deputies. Very. I'm sure right. she was a, very attractive. And of course. This is going in a weird direction. I don't <laughs> want to go in this direction anymore. So, I understand. So let's talk about Grady Judd just for a minute. Yes, Grady Judd. Let's talk about him. He is a treasure. Absolutely. He is, for those of you who don't know, Grady Judd is a little bit of a celebrity in the state of Florida. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you could if you could imagine what the folksiest Florida sheriff um, in in Florida would like possibly like sound like, it's Grady. He is folksy. Yeah. He is entertaining. Yeah. He is just a little weird. Yeah. And he a great turn of phrase. Like oh, he, yeah. He really gets like sort of the marketing aspect of everything. But more than anything, he just knows how to speak the language. He does. When it comes to what, will, what makes these Florida stories sing. He will give you a good sound bite. Yeah. There, uh, I mean, you know, come on vacation, media, leave on probation, yeah, absolutely, all, all of that good stuff. He's he's got all of the Florida um, colloquialisms, yeah. down pat. He is ready to toss them out at a press conference, like he's tossing out party favors. Man, he's like a real life Carl Hyacin character. Oh, he is. And and Carl, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Uh, <laughs> I know there I know you've had a lot of great characters in the books that you've written before, but if you could base one on Grady Judd, that would uh, be fantastic. I'd pick that up in a heartbeat. Oh my goodness. I mean I oh wow. I'm I'm just at a loss for words right now at the whole thought of that actually materializing. Yeah. I mean it just makes a lot of sense. And and you know, and so much so many of his characters are pulled from real life That's um, true. characters over the years. So it just seems like a natural extension 
I'm just trying to help out the man. I mean, he doesn't need my help. He's a best-selling author either way. And Grady Judd certainly doesn't need my help. He does just fine uh, with these great uh, news conferences. But if you ever want to laugh, uh, go on YouTube and just search for Grady Judd. You can find lots of great um, videos up there already. They're- oh, oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah. like Some super, cuts. Yeah. Yeah. super cuts. Yeah, yeah, it's like a KTEL greatest hits of <laughs> 2017 kind of. Now that's what I call Grady Judd CD. Yeah. So Sheriff Grady Judd, keep them coming. We're we're gonna always be listening, and we can't wait to see what, what comes <laughs> next out of Polk County. Um, I. I guess that's all. There were so many great stories this week. Lots what have, of great stories. What have we learned? Well, we've learned that you have to be very discerning whenever you're looking at stick shifts and cars, apparently. Or if the guy wants to show you a stick shift, maybe uh, think twice before you look in that direction. Yeah. 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 And, and really more important, dust, dust up. Yeah. Or dust down. Flare gun's an awful, awful idea for self-defense. Just, I mean, if you're desperate enough, I, guess. I suppose maybe just don't have them sitting around. Yeah, I, I just or I don't know. And and if they and if you do have a collection of them, I don't know if I'd pull them off the wall. I mean, they probably look really good up on the wall. Did I already say this? What's that? Those two criminals. Yeah, they had a lot of flair. <laughs> Very nice, excellent pun there. Yeah, so punny. What else have we learned today? Uh, we learned um, that protesting. Gym's opening. You definitely want to actually do the work while you're there, or get in some get in some exercise while you're there, exercising your rights. You'll definitely want to do that. And uh, also, uh, oh yeah, it's the liquor store. So um, be polite. I, I, be polite, but maybe if you don't get like the politeness back, maybe let just it go. Think, yeah, I mean, it just might be somebody having a bad day. Yeah, we all want you know everyone to be nice, but. Doesn't always happen, and we're all having bad days lately. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's just—it's like, a weird world we're living yeah, in. Yeah, it's sometimes just the act of kindness is enough to get you through the day. There you go. Yeah. So those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. Yes. Thank you as always for joining us for another slice of sunshine state silliness. Absolutely, and uh, remember to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. That's at FLA Freak Show. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us when you all subscribe. And find it helps us to find more freak fans like you to enjoy the show. Until next time, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We'll be back next week. And until then, as always, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>